This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to Season 6, Episode 128 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and I'm coming to you from the great state of Texas. On this day, I am making my way north. I am on a road trip with Matthew, my 18-year-old, and we are headed to drop Matthew off to go away to school to be a Razorback at the University of Arkansas. This has been a day that we've been prepping for all year long that has finally come. So as he follows behind my Suburban in his green pickup truck loaded to the gills with clothes and bedding and those few items that only boys need, um, here we go, making our trip to start a whole new life for not only Matthew, but a whole new adjustment for the rest of us back in Texas. I am reminded of a saying that goes something like this, to raise a child who is comfortable enough to leave you means that you've done your job. They are not ours to keep, but to teach how to soar on their own. I know I'm not the first and certainly not the last who has ever gone through sending your kid away, whether it be to college or for a job or somewhere out of the house and all of the emotions that go along with that. Not only our emotions as parents, but the emotions that our kiddos are going through as well. What may seem like anger or procrastination may just be their way of handling the inevitable of the time is about to come where they are heading out to spread their wings and start making their own decisions and life choices as an adult in a brand new environment. So in preparation for everything that we're going through this weekend and getting Matthew all squared away in his new home in Arkansas, it got me thinking, looking back over the years, raising four boys, the strengths that we have imparted upon them. So my husband, John, and I were all about raising very strong, very independent boys. 
when you have a house full of testosterone, especially being the only girl in the house, it's everything that you need to do to be strong yourself to sometimes just get through the day, sometimes just get through a meal because um, emotions a lot of times run high and energy and the decibel level is just ridiculous at my house. And it always has been ever since the boys were really young. Um, the boys, a little background, the boys are about two years apart. Um Currently, Dominic is 20, Matthew is 18, John John is 16, and Luke is 13. So growing up in a house full of boys was all all things exciting. Um, with every turn that we made, um, a new adventure was happening. Um, I had to learn in my control freak world that I had to accept that I did not always have control of the way things are and the way schedules could be. I had to learn how to be flexible and I had to learn to always have backup plans, not just one backup plan, but several because things don't always go as scheduled and things don't always go as planned. So you always have to rely on something going wrong or drama happening where you have to take a sidestep and dive into your plan B, C, D, E, F, G, and sometimes plan H. So with that background and foundation, um, that's how we raised our boys. It definitely takes a village. And so we always surrounded ourselves with family and friends, all of which who played an integral part of um, raising the boys as they grew up. The boys always had family and friends surrounding them. We always had big family gatherings, big holidays, big birthday parties, and they learned the value and the importance of those close bonds and close ties. They learned that um, family is everything. Um, we always made time to go on family vacations, and we still do. And it was up until just two years ago that the six of us, um, my husband, and I, and the four boys would do our annual family adventure way up into the Northwest, such as Wyoming, Montana. And we'd take about a three-week road trip with all the boys. And this was something that was really important that we did because that was something that I grew up doing and John grew up doing as well, is going on a big family vacation. And it's something that I look back at and I have great memories of the trips that my parents took me on when I was growing up as well. And I think our family vacation stopped, as a matter of fact, um, midway through my college because I would still meet them somewhere or fly home and, you know, join them for a, a road trip or a family vacation. So, yeah, there's something there's something to be said about um, keeping family together and and continuing to do stuff with your family, even though many times you want to choke them down. Um, there still is that family family bond. And that's a good thing, especially with the boys and, you know, just knowing that they have each other to lean on and the memories that they've made um, together growing up on all these different trips. So that's something that we always um, really made time to do is, is carve out for family, everything family, teaching them tradition and teaching them values. No matter what their activity growing up through preschool, elementary school, middle school, and even high school, whatever activity they were involved in, either myself or my husband or, or both of us ideally 
were always present. We always made time to go to every function or every sporting event, every play, every presentation, whatever it was that they were doing growing up. We always were involved. Our boys knew that there was always family or ideally John and I were in the audience or in the room whenever they were doing whatever it is that they were doing. So when they looked over their shoulder and looked into the stands or looked into the crowd, mom and dad were always there. So this has been a big priority in our lives is taking time and doing everything for and with our kids. And this stuck with us all these years. And hopefully, as the kids are now getting older, those are some of those um, deep-seated family values that they're going to carry on as they grow up and have families of their own one day to, to realize how important it is to all stay together and support each other through everything that they're going through. Our boys were raised in church. They were baptized. They made their first confession, their first communion their confirmation. They've um, achieved all of their sacraments and they have a few more to go. But uh, growing up in a church family has really helped shape them into the strong and independent boys that they are. They have really good values and they know that they can always rely back on their faith whenever times get rough or difficult and they need that support and guidance to keep with them in their hearts. So they've always done the church groups and different youth groups, and they've made some of their best friends through their circles in our church community. Matthew played four years of high school football, and John John is getting into his second year of high school football. And all last year, they were part of a youth group called Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And this is a nationwide um, church organization of young people where they get together and they have activities and fellowship with like-minded individuals, all of which whom may be involved in sports or other athletics, but they come together, you know, sometimes weekly, sometimes monthly, and they have um, prayer time and they have social and other activities to keep them together and keep their community strong. So my boys have made some of their greatest memories and some of their best friends by doing these activities throughout high school. Sometimes as a parent, you don't always realize the things that you teach and preach all the years that you have your kids with you under the, the roof, um, what sticks and what doesn't stick and, and what they hear or what they don't hear until you see them as they get older and start making their own choices see what you've taught them come to fruition. So I say that because when Matthew and I went to Arkansas a couple months ago to do an orientation, one of the questions he asked me was if we could drive around town to find the different churches that he belongs to, to find out where they are located so he can learn about their mass schedules and when he can go to those different times while he's in school. So something like that, meaning that church is so important to him and his faith was something that he holds so deep. Um, that was really cool to, to have him initiate the conversation of where we're going to go uh, or can we go to find the locations of the different churches so he can start planning ahead when he does come up for school um, and what that looks like as far as going on or off campus to the different services. 
Another activity that I wholeheartedly support and believe in is Boy Scouts. We grew up in Boy Scouts. From the time they were all first graders and joined our Cub Scout pack as Tiger Cubs, all the way through joining our troop and earning their Eagle Scout rank, and Luke is well on his way to his Eagle Scout, but Dominic, Matthew, and John John all have earned their Eagle Scout to joining a venture crew where we focus exclusively on hunting, conservation, and shooting sports. Scouting has been a huge portion of raising and growing these independent boys and making them strong and tough, and I contribute a lot of those adventures back to our scouting roots. One of the first campouts that Dominic went on when he was just in sixth grade, he went to a Boy Scout camp um, just south of Houston, and it was in November. It was over Thanksgiving break, and it was a nasty, wet, damp, cold, and miserable week. Uh, It was right before Thanksgiving, so the kids got out of school on that Friday And they left right away from um, that evening and they drove to camp about two hours away. They spent the weekend and a couple of days right before Thanksgiving. And they had several different activities at this camp planned. You know, they were definitely tent camping and doing all kinds of, you know, merit badges and outdoor type skills um, that they were going to be learning that weekend. So on that first night, I mean, it rained and rained and it didn't stop. It was nasty and miserable. Temperatures were cold, but we prepared our boys for handling those types of conditions. Um, My husband will proudly say that we do not raise sissy boys. They are very tough. They are very strong. And um, if they mess up or choose not to listen to the advice that we are giving them, um, that's pretty much on them. So if they choose to not bring the right clothing or the right gear, you know, they'll only have that mistake happen one time because we don't want them to be miserable more than once. So we definitely had them prepared and, you know, we helped Dominic pack and, you know, taught him how to plan for the right type of clothing and all kinds of inclement weather. You know, we knew the weather was going to be bad. And so we prepared him for that by layering up certain, you know, with his wool socks to wick the moisture away from his feet, um, good hiking boots, um, not ever wearing denim because, you know, denim holds your moisture and that's one of the worst things you can wear when you're camping or hiking. So all those little tips and tricks that, you know, we learned growing up, um, passing on to our new oldest Boy Scout. So all that said, you know, we had had him prepared and he was ready to go and he was soaked. He was miserable, but he was comfortable. You know, he had the right type of clothing but he was one of the few scouts that actually endured the weekend. Um, Once we picked him up when that week was over and getting ready for the holidays, um, we heard many stories from not only him, but from the other adults that were on the camp out that weekend that several of the other boys that crossed over into Boy Scouts, and this might have been their first camp out away from home, several of the boys um, weren't prepared. That first night when they pitched their tents and it started raining and storming, 
several of the boys were crying and begging the adults to call home to have their moms come pick them up. Um, proud to say, Dominic didn't call home. He toughed it out. And we knew right then and there, I mean, we always knew that Dominic was a tough kid, but we knew after that miserable weekend that he was really a tough kid. You know, he sucked it up and he didn't let, you know, some rain or weather or discomfort spoil his fun. Um, for those of you that know Dominic, you know, he kind of to, marches to his own beat and does things on his own time. And he figured out a way to make it happen. And he figured out a way to stay comfortable and dry and make the best out of a situation. He worked through all of his classes and he earned all the merit badges that he set his mind to achieve. So we were pretty, pretty impressed and pretty proud of him that he made it through that weekend. So there might have been a dozen or so boys that went away that weekend, but only just a, a small few came back home um, when the true weekend was over because the rest of them, you know, wimped out or sissied out, you know, before the camp out ended. So um, that also carried with him through the years, um, through his scouting years, I should say, because he had several other opportunities like that that has happened on campouts where times were challenging or, you know, things got rough. You know, Dominic was always one to push through it and make the best out of that situation. That carried through in 2020 when Dominic graduated high school and was hired by Laser Shot Shooting Simulators, which is a simulations company. Dominic always said if he could find a career that combined hunting and shooting and video games, that's what he wanted to do. And of course, we always would laugh at him and say that is a pipe dream and a job like that doesn't exist. Well, it really does exist. And Dominic was hired by the company that put all three of those technology pieces together. So Dominic is over the hunting department in um, the laser shot shooting simulator company. And his job currently is to travel across the nation and set up the simulator at big shows, at big conventions. And he does a lot of demos for um, potential buyers and customers. And he teaches people basically um, firearm safety through laser guns, through a video simulation of real footage of wildlife scenes or different types of shooting sports to simulate the real thing all while teaching safe firearm handling, safe shooting practices, and how to make a quick, clean, and ethical kill while hunting. By growing up in a family where we are all about firearm safety and proper use and handling of firearms through hunting and shooting sports, Dominic learned from an early age about this whole industry that is now his career. Um, it's just it's uh, something that he always did for fun growing up. So when you can pair your passion with your career, that's a pretty cool opportunity. He's gotten to travel to some of the neatest places, go to some of the biggest shows and conventions and expos. And the best part is when I get to go to those same type of shows for different job duties and I get to see him in action and we get to be at the same place at the same time for different reasons. 
So Dominic has really spread his wings and through his upbringing of being independent and learning different types of skills, it really has shown because when he was hired on with this company, he was actually 18 years old. So he wasn't quite 19 yet. So for an 18 year old to be able to get a job like this, um, make a pretty, pretty decent salary while earning commission and getting to see the country and getting to go to some of the biggest ranches and meeting some pretty famous people, um, no names mentioned, but meeting some country singers and installing some laser shot shooting simulators on their properties. Um, it's a pretty cool opportunity for, for a young man um, who's just get, getting to find his way in the work world. So Dominic has really done well so far um, in this job and meeting people and doing what he does best. He is a born leader. Um, he loves to you know command the room. He's a great salesman. He's a great people person. And he's got some great job experiences already, and he's only just begun. So his his future is pretty bright. So I'm pretty proud of that and uh, definitely can see the independence shine through him and everything he touches. Same goes for Matthew when he was growing up in scouting. Uh, he was very independent and very tough as well. Um, there were several campouts that had less than perfect weather. And again, Matthew has always been prepared and he was ready to brave out whatever storm or cold conditions or the heat that came his way because that's how we prepared him to handle that. On one of Matthew's first campouts when he was in middle school, he went on a water skiing weekend campout. And of course, I received the phone call from the local town clinic that they had Matthew in the office with them and had taken x-rays and he broke his arm. Whether he took a wave wrong or wouldn't let go of the rope, he did not want a measly broken arm to get in the way of the rest of his weekend fun at the water skiing camp out with all of his friends. So he toughed it out by choice. Um, the hospital got him all wrapped up and everything and sent him back so he could finish his weekend with all of his friends for his camp out. I have story after story like that with Matthew of how he toughed out different uh, challenging situations. A lot of them have been through scouting and some of the um, bad weather. Um, we were hunting in a snowstorm with freezing below temperatures, and we have been duck hunting in flooded timber where the water was up to our waist and uh, we had leaks in our waders that we only found out about when we were waist deep in flooded timber waters. And uh, less than tough kids would have definitely not endured a weekend like that and would have gotten out of the water and gotten into some warm clothing and drank some hot chocolate a lot quicker than my boys did. Turning 18 can be a daunting task, and uh, Matthew learned really quickly how, now that he's an adult, how to write scholarships and um, get everything in order to go away to school. And one of the challenges that we faced was the fact that he is going away from Texas. 
and details like my insurance is only Texas and so how to make those adjustments where he can be seen anywhere in the country by any doctor. So that was definitely a challenge to get that taken care of. Some other things that we didn't think about and Matthew really took the lead in uh, making all that happen were the fact that we had to do all the paperwork now that he's an adult and if he still wants help from mom and dad and our words of wisdom in helping him with financial and medical decisions that we had to get paperwork written up and notarized. So that's all taken care of as well. Of course, Matthew did not miss any deadlines or opening dates of when you could go and purchase your all-access sports ticket as a college student. Um, He definitely was one of the first ones to jump online and order that. So he could go to every football game, basketball, volleyball, all the different sports as a Razorback. The other thing he didn't miss was his parking pass. So because he's taken his own vehicle to school, he definitely needs to have a decent parking spot not too far from where his dorm is going to be. So he certainly didn't miss that deadline. But uh, Matthew definitely has grown up to be very independent and a very strong thinker with good values. So hopefully those will carry with him now that he is going to be away from home and making some of those own decisions and choices as he grows up and learns all about college life. So as I continue making my journey to Arkansas to get Matthew all unloaded and moved in, and ready to start the next chapter of his life. We're also going to be starting the next chapter of our lives as well, with one still in high school and one still in middle school. It's definitely going to be an adjustment with one out of the house. But all that said, I can only look at how these boys were raised and how strong of a family we are together and hope that it will stick with them as they grow up and always have each other to lean on because that's the way they were raised. Those are the values that we hold so dear to us and we can only hope that the memories that we've made together and their good solid foundation of our family values will stick with them into adulthood. Raising strong boys is something I am very proud of. It has been a lot of work and a lot of grit, a lot of tears, a lot of laughter, and mostly a lot of proud moments from my perspective through my eyes and my husband as well. So we have been very blessed and very fortunate to have such good kids. They are very good kids when they are in everybody else's care um, and they still forget to do the dishes or put their laundry away or do those nasty chores that we ask them to do at home. But nonetheless, I know they're good kids because everything that we've taught them growing up, it does come across when they're out of the house. The ma'ams and the sirs and the pleases and thank yous They do come shining through everywhere they go. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters and making memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you've heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org and follow me on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day.